Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Thursday, June 10th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger with big news last night via Twitter, writing, quote, The NCAA's process of choosing a third-party administrator for NIL is being delayed again, sources tell Sports Illustrated. The organization has informed vying companies that they are shelving a decision because of legal concerns. North Alabama provost Ross Alexander says the Lions are, quote, moving aggressively in its AD search, but, quote, we're doing our due diligence. The timeline includes the posting closes on the 20th, the search committee will meet on the 23rd to narrow the candidate pool, semifinalists will have Zoom interviews on the 28th, 29th, or 30th, and finalists will be on campus the week of July 12th. Alexander said, quote, There are no candidates who do not have university leadership experience. That's kind of part and parcel of what the committee expects. And what the university expects is demonstrated leadership accomplishments at several colleges and universities. The Herald-Dispatch's Chuck Landon argues that Marshall Associate AD, Chief of Staff, and Interim AD Jeff O'Malley deserves a shot at leading the thundering herd. Landon writes, quote, O'Malley has grown into a very good athletic official. He is understated, stays behind the scenes, and isn't interested in the limelight. He simply gets the job done. What else could any university want? Besides, wouldn't it feel good to have a new athletic director that already knows the ropes, knows the community, and knows the score on the field and off? That's the potential O'Malley brings to his new position. And that's because he has spent 19 years watching and learning while inherently being groomed for this very position. In other executive leadership news, Memphis AD Laird Veach receives a title upgrade to Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics. Harvard AD Aaron McDermott announces some personnel shifts and promotions. New Deputy AD for External Yolanda Wells Jr. officially starts on July 1st. Senior Associate AD Nathan Fry bumps up to Deputy AD for Internal. And Assistant ADs Caitlin Prandado and Andrea Lapointe jump up to Associate AD level. New Mexico State President Dr. John Floros has been named the 2021-22 WAC Executive Committee Chair. Joining him in leadership positions are Utah Valley President Dr. Astrid Tumanez as the Vice Chair and Tarleton State President Dr. James Hurley as the past chair. Key takeaways from the league's annual Board of Directors meeting include, quote, the board approved scheduling formats for the 2021-22 seasons, which will feature division-only play for baseball, women's soccer, softball, and women's tennis. Men's and women's basketball will not be divided into divisions, and all teams will play an 18-game league schedule. Volleyball will play double round robin with division with a week of crossover play halfway through the league schedule. Men's soccer and men's tennis will not be divided into divisions due to the number of full members sponsoring the sports. Also approved was a championship site rotation that will provide geographic distribution between each division. The board also eliminated the interconference transfer rule. In facility news, Yale unveils the Cy Lacrosse Field House, complete with its own weight room, training room, pools, x-ray machine, and more. Tennessee announces major renovations to Neyland Stadium prior to the 2022 season. Among them are adding premium seating, lounge areas, and a party deck on the west and north sides, as well as a second video board behind the north end zone. And Old Dominion AD Wood Seelig intends to launch a feasibility study on what to do with baseball's Bud Matheny Baseball Complex, which was built in 1983. 
ESPN says this year's Women's College World Series Championship Series had the best first game audience on record with 1.862 million average viewers, up 37% over the 2019 game. The audience peaked at 2.2 million viewers from 10 to 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time. In head coaching news, Radford softball head coach Hope Creasy steps down after four years with the Highlanders, and Stanford lightweight rowing head coach Kate Burtko steps down as well. San Diego State AD J.D. Wicker moderated a Lead One panel discussion focused on the one-time transfer exemption from a Group of Five perspective. Participants included Northern Illinois men's basketball head coach Rashawn Burno, Colorado State men's basketball head coach Nico Medved, and South Alabama men's basketball head coach Richie Riley. One takeaway from the conversation was that G5 head coaches are not as concerned as some might think, as Riley contended the talent sort of, quote, balances out if you are strategic in approaching the transfer portal. For instance, student-athletes from larger programs may decide to, quote, transfer down to get more minutes. Medved added, quote, we will not fundamentally change. We might, however, need to be more mindful on the front end of recruiting in terms of spotting potential issues that could arise later on. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Thursday, June 10th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here this evening.